What's up, Real Buzzers? Before we start today's show, please go on Facebook and follow us at Real Buzz Takes. Then head to Instagram, follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Then head to Twitter and follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Um, also, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review. It really does help the podcast out a lot. Also, feel free to send us an email at any time at realbuzztakes at gmail.com. And if you go to anchor.fm backslash realbuzztakes, you can also leave us a voice message, which we will certainly play live in a future episode. All right, let's start the show. Coming up on the pod, we discuss American Gladiators reboot, Michael K. Williams, Elvis, and the movie we are reviewing today, Predator 2. Yeah, let's fucking rage! If you want a movie review, look no further than these dudes. You got real buzz Rob on the mic, you got cannabis keen and he's alright. Welcome to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. Today we are the Real Buzz crew. I'm Real Buzz Rob. Run! Go! Get to the chopper! And to my left we have the white trash Tony Stark, Kyle. Say hello, Kyle. Okay, motherfucker. These are Predator 1 drops. I know they are. There's no Predator 2 drops. Uh, it's a better movie anyway. Uh, it was a more, yes, uh, better film overall, I agree. Uh, not the more entertaining film, but the better film. I agree. And to my adjacent, we have the former me- uh, the, the former CEO of Mammoth Media and all-around big dick swinging badass, Chris. Say hello, Chris. A bunch of slap-jawed faggots around here. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Just like me. That's also from Predator 1. Dude, that's awesome. My, you, my, my little intros are moving up in this world. Yeah. Now you understand why you need to watch Predator 1. Those are all, yeah. yes, those are all from Predator 1. Yeah, so I haven't, this is the first Predator I've ever seen. Well. Oh, that's wild. Even yeah. the newer ones, like the one with Olivia Munn or the. or the, None. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, this is a, this is a massive franchise. That's like someone walking in saying, "This is the first Fast and Furious movie I've ever seen." Yeah, it's like being like, "My first horror movie was Freddy versus Jason." I I knew that he would be like invisible. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know what he looks like from pop I'm, culture. Yeah, yeah and I know yeah, he yeah. would be invisible. And then I was expecting Arnold to be in this one. Um, well, they they, they were there were. Um, I thought this movie was going to be with that guy from like Dateline, where he's like, "It says here in your chat log that." Well, if I'm being honest, I actually got that this. That was a Predator joke. You get it? Chris Hansen. Oh, because to, to catch a Predator. Yes. Oh, because he catches kid diddlers. This, yeah, well, that I don't watch that show. <laughs> to, <laughs> either. Well, to be honest with you, I, I also got this one mixed up with Die Hard 2 with Samuel L. Jackson. This is Predator 2 Die Hard with Danny three. Glover. Oh, this is that is, three? Yeah, with a Die Hard with a Vengeance. Okay. This movie is kind of like <laughs> if you took like Lethal Weapon plus Die Hard plus... Alien, probably plus. fact check everything that's been said so far. Yeah, there's some a Lethal Weapon alum in this film too. Yeah, there Quite is. Um, uh, what's this? Gary Busey and Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon One. There's a third one. Can you name him? He's not in it a bunch. It's not Paxton, not Pullman. Nope. The Predator. No, no, no. no. It's yeah. uh, in the beginning. Do you remember the guy who plays the captain in all of the Lethal Weapons? Blonde hair. Yes. He's at the very beginning. He's on the, one of the SWAT teams. Oh, okay. I did, he's I missed not that. in it very much. I missed that. Well, he's the captain in all of them. Yes, he is. Nice. 
All right, let's get to the news. We'll start off with the announcement of the American Gladiators reboot, which I'm particularly excited about. Oh, didn't know that. No, so it's been rebooted a couple of times. The original ran from 1989 to 1996, and it was obviously, for its time, had a huge cult following, got great ratings, very cool concept, great idea. It was kind of like there were just these random strong men, strong women that kind of... uh, um, you just had to defeat. Competed in these gladiator-esque type events, but that had none of the lethal consequences. It was very fun to watch. I always wanted to be in that show. It's, it looks like, a, right, it looks like it was a blast to participate in. So they're rebooting it, and this time they're using uh, MGM and WWE are going to use all wrestling stars in the American Gladiator. That's what they needed to do probably yeah. before. Give it some star power. Yeah. Uh, give people uh, a face to watch or a name to watch, and I think it's going to do really well. I'm very excited. I love the original American Gladiators. It's a 90s staple for me. It's yeah. great. It's but, just like a Nerf war. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like an intense Nerf war with roid heads. Well, and they did the you know the thing where I don't know they had like the the sticks with the pillows on either end and they fought yes. each other on the the balance beam. Oh, the yeah. javelins or not? Uh, not really javelins. Not javelins. I don't know if there's. I don't know. I had two questions about this, and you already answered one. One was, are they still going to allow steroids? You answered hundred <laughs> percent yes. With WWE guys, I think they'll be encouraged. If I'm being honest. <laughs> and then number two, if are they still going to have the tennis ball blaster gun? And if they have that, then yes. Don't know. I would assume they're if they're going to probably expand on that concept, but still, you know, kind of have the... Um, Do you remember that? Yeah, it was great. That was like... They had like a roided out guy. Was yeah, they like, had like the well, ultimate so, warriors so, shooting at then, the people who were trying to prove themselves. Last yeah. question, is it still going to be like Glacier, Ice, <laughs> yes, Electric? <laughs> well, no, it's going to be the names of... Well, hopefully the... So the guys who are they're competing against, like the... Um, Oh, what are they called? The people who were uh, kind of the resident gladiators. Who, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully those people will still be called that. But I think the resident gladiators are probably going to be professional wrestlers now, actually. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The concept. I'm excited, though. It's going to be cool. Yeah. yeah. The names, wonder, the will they book like, John Cena? Uh, no. Oh, no. John Cena's, John Cena's too big for that now. Yeah. John well, Cena's worth. His, his biceps are too big for that He's now. worth $50 million. Yeah. He's. Yeah. He's $50 million. Yeah, you should consider it an honor to be part of American Gladiators. But I think that uh, the question I would have is, <clears throat> like, those names match up perfectly with the dodgeball movie, like the Purple Cobra's Entourage. Yep. You know, laser, Blaze. Laser. Laser. Blazer. Yeah, just substitute those. Glazer. No, no. Union Glazer. So the show was actually rebooted in 08 once more. Well, before this. And it was the hosts were Hulk Hogan and Muhammad Ali's daughter. Uh, Layla, Lelia, Layla Ali. But she was a boxer. She was a prolific female boxer. Oh, uh, it didn't do well, unfortunately. Probably knows why. That's probably why I never. But anyways, uh, shut up, take my money. I will watch this, even if it's on shitty network television like CBS and shit. I'll, I'll watch it. Sounds great. Moving on to Michael K. Williams died a couple weeks ago. It's been confirmed that uh, Michael, uh, uh, Mike, no, known for his prominent roles, Omar on The Wire. No, not English. Um, uh, we need to watch more of the African-American actor had a big scar going down his face like this in a bunch of movies. Big character actor. He was chalky in Boardwalk Empire. He was. No, this is ringing a bell. You're saying a lot of words. You got. We already knew that the Black Panther died. 
That was a while back. That was Chadwick Boseman. That right. was probably going on a year ago, at least now. Yeah, we should talk about Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, I'm we're gonna. We're just... Don't disrespect Michael K. Williams <laughs> like that, guys. Matters, but I'm sad Chadwick Boseman died. I mean, that was really sad. He was a really good actor. Chadwick Who's gonna Boseman be the next was? Black Panther? I don't think they're gonna replace him. How can you replace Chadwick Boseman? Well, they're not. They're... Are they gonna do his sister? Yeah, his sister's going to be the... Now that oh, makes sense. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Siri. Sorry, whoever the other actor is. Yeah, no, back died. to Michael K. Williams. <laughs> no, who, no, we, we already glossed over Who him. passed away we on September 6th in his Brooklyn home. Uh, did he die of old age? or was No, it? he was only 54. He died of a drug overdose, unfortunately. He struggled with addiction throughout his life. If I guarantee you, let me show you a picture of this guy on my phone. You're going to know exactly who he is. It sounds like a sad story. It is to an extent. What what made this make Sometimes the you gotta, news edition? Got to chase the dragon. Well, yeah. again, once I once I show you who he is, you're gonna understand. He he was a pretty prolific character actor. I don't know. And if you and if you, I, I guess, could you guys not afford HBO back in the day? The Wire was a huge hit. Uh, I currently rip HBO from Brett Schreiber, so that answers your question. Yeah, HBO Max. All right, and you guys and, know who that is? Nope. Man, I'm not trying to be funny. I have no idea who that is. All right. Well, he's also really said Norm Macdonald died. <laughs> we yeah, did we it. No, we, we were on that last week. We, okay. we did that. If you listen to the last episode, we went over that last week. <laughs> Let's talk about more fun. This became die. wildly insensitive. Yes, it did. <laughs> All right. Well, what did, what did he, what was his, what was his uh, taste of choice? Uh, cocaine for the most part. Mm. But I, I got to imagine I'm purely speculating. This is purely conjecture. Have a feeling there may have might have been one of the scenarios where he was using cocaine. There might have been some of that. Uh, what's that really deadly drug called that they put in things? Fentanyl. Fentanyl that that kills a bunch of people. So <laughs> yeah. I, this is way outside of my realm. So so sad news: a, a man overdosed in New York. Well, no, it, he, 50, he's a very prominent New York old. actor. Despite the fact that you fucking plebes don't know who he is, it's not the representation of the rest of the world. People that's, know who this well, man is. I mean, that's probably good how. use of the word plebe. I preferred troglodyte. That's probably how he would have wanted to go. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Uh, so was also probably known for the character roles in major motion pictures, as well as HBO series like Boardwalk Empire and Lovecraft Country. Let me ask you Once a met Barack Obama at one of his rallies and was too high to speak to him. Let me, let me ask you a question, Rob. That's Which a, probably. Would you rather die at 54 from a fentanyl overdose? Yep. Or would you rather yep. die in a nursing home at 94? Yep. Michael K. Williams, give it to me. 54. Rather be done. Case closed. Yep. Not even a question. What about 84 of a fentanyl overdose? No, dude, if I'm 84, give me the fentanyl. What if I'm 94 in a nursing home and I overdose on fentanyl? No, dude, dude, dude. If I'm going to the nursing home, I'm going to a corner and I'm buying fentanyl and I'm just, I'm, I'm going my way. I'm not kidding. I'm not doing that shit, dude. I'm yeah. going my way. Well, let's liven this up a little bit. All right, liven up. <laughs> this is a fun podcast, Rob. Thanks for having us on. All right. This is a good one. Elvis hair. This is good. A jar of Elvis Presley's actual hair was auctioned off for $72,000 in Love Los it. Angeles on September 8th. Nice. Love it. The clump of hair is the size of a baseball and was collected over the course of multiple haircuts by Homer Gilliland, Presley's personal barber. So here's how we know. The clump of hair included extensive documentation, including a certificate of authenticity and plane tickets showing when Presley bought his barber on the road to give him hair. Nice. Sign, was it signed by the king himself then? Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. All I know is a 72-5 for That's good a ball of, of hair. What do you do with it? Uh, keep it in the ball. Yeah, but then like, okay, so here's the thing. Even if you have friends over and you're like, hey, check out this 
cool piece of history I have. It's a ball of the king's hair. It's like, that's kind of gross, dude. Like, It smells good. It better smell good. I hope it smells like very aromatic. You know, my last name is Presley, and I don't have any hair. That's true. So, oh, my oh, God. I did not make the connection So here. how much would you pay for that, Kyle? Would like you pay? I could put the king's hair on my head. And it would grow. Like, technically, you- it might be. Your lineage to your hair. Yeah, it's like it's like the missing link. Would you pay seventy two thousand for that? So no. I think we just answered the question, Rob. It's it's a chump change for me. So yeah, seventy two k. Yeah, seventy two k. Yeah, bro, I wipe my ass with seventy two k. Goodness gracious, like you're talking about weekend fun money. I like yeah, I light a campfire with seventy two k just to keep my kids warm. Uh, speaking of, of funny, so you say that that you guys talked about Norm McDonald. One, of the, I didn't mention this in the last pod. Great, well, great story. I don't know, interesting story about Norm. I heard. Uh, was Artie Lang, good friends with Norm, both degenerate gamblers. Artie's also a drug addict. <laughs> anyway, Let's it up. They, they, were, they were doing a casino gig in Oklahoma, and uh, Norm ended up winning 60 grand. And uh, it wasn't Oklahoma. It was somewhere there was a beach. Anyways, irrelevant. Somewhere there was a beach. They were doing a gig. They, uh, Norm won 60 grand at the casino, walks out on the beach, has 60 grand, throws it in the ocean, and Artie says, why'd you do that? He's like, well, I, I'm going to gamble it again and lose more. So basically, he threw away sixty grand to make sure he wouldn't get. I, I don't know, wouldn't wow. get more. Yeah, My, the I was watching a lot of the Norm the clips. You probably redid this again. Yeah, very funny. The the they're retelling one. I guess he was at some like I don't want to say Christian Christian convention, but he was at a very. Is this the Iowa story where he got kicked out of Iowa? No, not the Iowa story. Okay, but, but he goes up on like a very politically correct uh, comedy tour, and. Um, I guess everybody else is, you know, telling their on-color jokes, and I guess he walks up and he's just like, "All right, so where the fuck are we?" No, that's that's this is, <laughs> is this, this is the Iowa. Iowa. This okay. is the Iowa story. And then he goes, "Do you want to be the ass guy or the dick guy?" They guys, ah, so with the gay guys, okay, you're gonna be the ass guy or the dick guy, you your, know? Your norm needs work. It, yeah, it does. Yes. I mean, it didn't sound like Norm McDonald. It's really bad, but yes. So he was kicked. So and dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Dirty work. Great movie. Dirty deeds. Dunder Dunder cheap. No, but so that the behind that story, he had golfed with the mayor of that city earlier in the day. Uh, Jim Brewer was. I didn't know he got kicked out. Jim Brewer was on tour with him, and he was explicitly told not to be dirty and to keep it PG and to keep it family friendly. And like you said, he goes on stage, ah, where the fuck are we? And and then he proceeds to go and do the gay joke. Uh, And then (laughs) the the. The mayor made sure that he was kicked out of Iowa the next day. So they they literally a, made him leave. Yeah. He is a uh, he's kicked out of Iowa. It's like yeah. oh, oh that sounds terrible. Try my best. God damn, I'm gonna regret this for the rest of my life. I can't come to Iowa. It's actually pronounced Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> um. All right, and now moving on <laughs> to the movie we are reviewing today: Predator Two. Release date. November 21st, 1990, directed by Stephen Hopkins. Before the Stephen Hopkins directed Dangerous Game and A Nightmare on Elm Street 5. So apparently, what? from what I understand... <laughs> so he's really good at bad sequels. Yeah, no. So from, from what I understand, the, um, the studio was impressed by his directorial efforts on a nightmare on elm street five which is why they hired him for this movie clearly one that we should have watched and uh, you know we need to go see nightmare on elm street and five honestly now that i think about it i do see a lot of correlations between the eccentricities on this film and the nightmare on elm street five it kind of makes one. sense 
It's the, it's called The Dream Something. It's I've, a wild movie. I've never oh. seen Nightmare on Elm Street 5. But. Uh, after this, he's known for, he directed Lost in Space, that one with Matt LeBlanc. Uh, lots of episodes of TV, and you know, like 24, House of Lies, Californication, etc. Cats. Is he related to Anthony Hopkins? Going to go on a limb and say no. I don't know it for a fact, but I'm going to say no. I would like him more if he was. I think everyone would. Take note, Stephen Hopkins. I, any, any, any person you know, if you found out Just they were Anthony Hopkins' brother, you'd like them more. Be related to somebody great because you're not. All right, cast. Danny Glover, Lieutenant Mike Harrigan, Gary Busey, Peter Keyes. Honorable mention to Bill Paxton is Jerry Lambert. He was so bad in this movie. Uh, well, this so this was kind of it set him up for true lies. I hate Bill. Patrick. Yes, so it set him up so well for true lies. But it started with Aliens, the sequel to Alien. Bill Paxton, but oh, we're all screwed, man. That guy. So Bill Paxton kind of had this uh, portion of his career where he played really insane, overacting, stupid roles. This was one of them. Aliens is one of them. True Lies is one of them. I'll give him pass for Aliens. Okay, no, I didn't mind him, and I hated this movie clearly. Yeah, but he is something else in this. No, movie. it was uh, he had some good one-liners, as annoying as he was. Well, his I whole liked, shtick was he told weird and random funny stories, like in, in like the punchline was supposed to make him charming. And I did like his joke about like the doctor needed a urine stool and blood sample. And he's like, "Why does leave my underwear?" And I was like, "I'm so mad that I'm laughing right now." No, and I liked uh, it's his, his female partner when she grabs his junk kind of hitting on her yep. and then later they're at the bar or the, the club or whatever they call that there and they were like going through and she's like oh yeah how are your balls and he goes they're fine how are yours no no it's great no <laughs> like first of all singers. great comeback and also uh, only in an 80s film would someone be able to get away with grabbing someone's dick and balls in the middle of a workplace yeah. on a work day and no and no one everyone just it, carries on like nothing shit. else is going it's fine everybody's just laughing everybody's at it it's just so soft today I mean, right, you know. yeah. right. Softest generation. So this was no, ninety. So this would would have been the Bush. No, 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 no. Years. This was set in ninety seven. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, yes. that makes way more sense now. So I did not know that they progressed. Oh, so it was filmed in ninety or released in ninety. Filmed in ninety nine. That's why they tried to the future, and they thought that they're gonna have the futuristic guns. Okay, that makes yeah. so much more sense now. Yeah, we're gonna talk about. I guns. they they tried. Well, I looked. I read a few things on it. It said it was supposed to be in like a dystopian future, is what they said it was set in. I had that written down, so that makes sense. They didn't go. They went seven years in the future. <laughs> like, like, seven years in the future. What? Apparently, everyone has huge laser sights on a gun, <laughs> and nothing else is different. Yeah, the, the the amount of modified weapons in this film is wild. Like, yeah. and uh, take it from me, watching it as someone who didn't realize this was originally supposed to be set in a dystopian 1997. And I just thought, wow, none of these are none of these are uh, station issue at all. Yeah, and, we, and people well, never stop sweating. I think actually, yes. Well, Danny Glover especially. I got notes on that too, but like, like they had Predator, a sweat okay, guy. So Predator One, that's a sweaty movie. They're in the jungle. It's hot. Yeah, Everybody, but that makes sense. They're in yeah, the fucking Amazon. This movie is sweatier. Than being in an Amazonian jungle. Like, well, that's because they're sweating through like tweed suits. Like that's well, because, because they're, they're wearing, wearing tweed, tweed suits. suits. Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's just everybody just looks disgusting in this movie. Like right. everybody's got pits. It's almost it's like there's no AC. It's, it's just like oh my. It's god. Almost, the pants were baggy. It's almost like the guy who watched Blade Runner was like, I'm gonna make like a. I'm going to take Blade Runner and kind of inject it into Predator, but make it not <laughs> as far ahead as Blade Runner. And make it in 1997, and it, it it was ridiculous. The like 
Kyle explained this to me as a buddy cop movie where the predator just shows up. <laughs> and I was, and I was watching. All right, hold, I was on, like, hold on. Hold on. I call BS. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay, ahead oh yeah. We didn't even do the Danny Glover before this known for the color purple lethal weapon one and two after this known for lethal weapon three and four angels in the outfield. Yeah. Ants, the Prince of Egypt saw dream girls, 2012 death at a funeral and about 25 straight to DVD films that include badass two badasses and badasses on the bayou. And shooter. He wasn't solved. He wasn't a shooter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the Oh, shooter, yeah. I like Danny Glover. He was pretty good in shooter. He's I been like in so Danny many Glover. things you you forget that he was in. He like He's lisp, solid. He like lift. Like get a lift in shooter. Make make sure yeah. you, make sure you project and you get on that microphone. He started out too old for this shit and then is still going yeah. strong. No, think about that. He was saying I'm too old for this shit back in 1984. <laughs> right. It is 2021. And he, wasn't that old. And he was he's in a f- immaculate shape. He's he, 75. He's not even that old. He is 75. Not that old. at 84 you're like taking drugs and just saying screw it. So I think 75 is close to the end of the rope. He had that aggressive hairline in 1990. Yeah. That's like a real like he does, he has a, a better widow's peak than Blade. Yeah, it's kind of like LeBron James where it, he won't he just won't go bald. Which for black guys I don't get because black guys look great bald. Like they all do. It's it's great. You have the great you have the complexion for it. it looks You're great. You're saying that they all look the same? No, I'm saying they all have the same. Are you trying to say I don't look good bald because I'm a white guy? No, I'm yeah, actually. That's the, you're, oh, you're back you fucking assholes. No, I'm saying. I come on your podcast. I'm saying all free. black guys can pull it off. I'm saying not many white guys can pull it off. KP does pull it off. No, so white guys, when you shave your head, you just look like a thumb, like a big yeah. old thumb, or a, or a racist. Yeah. That's only no, no, you're, trying to, you're trying to turn the tables and you're not doing it successfully. No, I mean you're you're drinking out of a shotgun ducks unlimited koozie with a limited edition bush light in there. Rob gave me that beer. And Both I was apply. Both apply. If you had to pick a beer that represented Rob, I would not pick Bush Light. Uh, is it, is camo it cheap? Edition. Well, <laughs> okay, you get, but here's What's the thing, guys. When I bought this beer, uh, I didn't. I wasn't seeking out the uh, hunting camo version of the beer. I was, I was looking for the, the beer that was the best deal. Which is kind of kind of jerk move. Because... I gave you a very cool Patrick Mahazy beer. I don't want to open it. And you chose the bush. And you well, no, I don't want to open it. I you were to... looking for well, this is limited edition. What about the people that were looking for that beer that now yeah. don't get it? I'm pretty sure there's a, there was a lot of there's a lot of cases left when I bought it. <laughs> uh, maybe. I'm just kidding. I love you. It's a lot of cases left. We're Spanish. Uh, all right, Gary Busey. Before this, known for the original A Star is Born, the one with Barbara Streisand and... Uh, uh, I did not know he was in there. That's a phenomenal movie. Uh, have you seen the original? Mm-mm. Well, the one with Streisand. Well, you're, th- you're thinking of the one with... Um, Lady uh, Gaga. Lady Gaga and uh, Bradley Cooper. No, he was in the original one. It, it's been... It, there was a... There was a remake after that, and then there was the newest Gary remake. Busey, was he the heartthrob in it? No. Oh, okay. I, I don't I was think like, he, I can't see that. <laughs> I don't think he had a huge role. I just I saw it and I thought it was notable to, this, to was, mention. This was like pre car crash Gary Busey in this. Yes. Movie. Gary Busey, and I think which explains a lot. Gary Busey experienced it wasn't a car crash, it was a motorcycle accident okay. uh that was uh near fatal that he survived. And I think it may have been what attributed to his personality change eccentricity he yes had a, he had a brain injury uh, he had a brain he injury. lost some oxygen to his brain for a bit it and left him, him a little bent it made him louder and crazier and now he is who the the man he is today yes. 
Uh, also, before this, known for Lethal Weapon. After this, known for Point Break. Under yes. Siege. Under Siege would be a great candidate for this podcast. Uh, the Firm, Rookie of the Year, Chet Stedman. Also, he, also with Danny Glover. Yeah, it's true. Nice. No, no, no. You're thinking, no, Danny Glover. Rookie of the Year Angels, and Angels in the Angels Outfield. in the Outfield. Oh, Both baseball wow, movies. weird, bad. Also released at the same time. Right. Similar times. Both good movies. Both good movies. Which one's better? And then he was also known after this for Piranha 3DD, which I think is a reference to breasts. Uh, like 3D, but also big D. breasts. Three yes. Double D. Three double D. So who is more successful, Danny Glover or Gary Busey? Danny Glover, not close. Really? Point yeah. break. I think Danny Glover early was like a respected actor, and Gary Busey was kind of like trying to be the lead man. Man, I don't know. They're Gary both, Busey's a lot like Charlie Sheen, although Charlie Sheen's more successful than him. He's yeah, I wouldn't. That's not a good comparison. He's a guy who he's an individual. He's Gary Busey doesn't even have AIDS, <laughs> right? <laughs> he's or tiger blood. No, uh, Gary Busey's one of those guys that has winning. He's been in a few iconic films. He hasn't sustained a career. For an extended period of time, he just is known for being kind of crazy. Is he the lead in any film? Is under is he the lead uh, in Under Siege? No, no, he's no. definitely a tertiary character yeah. in that too. I mean, Steve Seagal's the Utah. I, yeah, give me two. This one's biggest roles was in Point Break, <laughs> which is a great film. Yeah. Maybe he's the lead in Piranha Three Double D. He's true. the bad guy in uh, Lethal Weapon One was pretty good. Joshua, Joshua, Joshua. Give me your arm, Joshua. Uh, also known after this for Sharknado, the fourth awake. Sharknado four, the fourth awakens. Yeah, so probably Danny Glover. Wins. Danny Glover. I'm gonna go with Danny Glover. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I'll Dan, give it to you. Danny Glover's done a lot of straight to DVD shit too. Like, like I said, he's done those. That's, that's the twilight of his career. Those though. badass movies, literally called badass with Danny Trejo. Yeah. I've not seen those. Badass either. two badasses and badasses on the bike. Shy of I'm this sure podcast, Danny I Trejo is like five foot five. Very small. Small man. Most. Most actors seem to be. Yeah, especially male actors. Theater. Cruz is like 5'7". Yeah, his front teeth are all like... No, he got those fixed. Those, those are all fakers. Are like, they fake now? Because he was like a center tooth. Like a, yeah, like one of his front teeth is like in the center of his mouth. It always bugged the crap yeah, out of me. He got those fixed. Those are, those are fakers now. Good. All that Scientology money. Specs and Deeds. Runtime on this film, an hour and 48 minutes. It was entirely too long. You could have cut out 15 minutes of this film easily. Like, one scene that Only you could 15? definitely cut out was when the Predator was, like, talking to a six-year-old boy about candy in the Then just graveyard. recorded his voice and went on with his life? Well, went some candy. And they I made that like, a point, because like, the Predator was, like, recording people's voices so you're he telling could... me that was a necessary part of the movie? no not at all okay, no, that's not you. what i'm saying <laughs> not not at it, all it took i think it was like an hour and 20 into the movie before they realized what the reason the predator was even in la for this being a predator film he's rarely yeah. the predator's rarely yeah, in it he's, he's like a side character and i could make an argument that this film already has enough going on in it where the predator didn't even need to be in it you could remove <laughs> the predator call it something else and big danny glover seriously there was so much going on the Predator didn't need to be there. I'm interested to hear Kyle's notes. I want to. I want to hear Kyle tangent for a minute, just because I know he Dude, loves no, this. We'll just, I have way too many notes. We're, we could spend two. Hours well, just just choose the best. Is, is it time? No, we're not there yet. Okay. We're we're I'm, getting oh, there. We're getting I'm, there. I'm, we're getting I'm, there. I'm, there. In, dude. I'm messing up Holding the format in. real bad. So budget was 35 million. Hey Rob, what happens if I push this button right here? Push it. Hey, how do you get a job here, fuck face? 
those are just uh, it's a good button to press. I'm just gonna start pushing random. Yeah, no, those are those, those, those are just all drops that I have programmed onto this this I'll, I'll dashboard. Try, try to control myself. Uh, budget thirty five million opened at eight million, grossed thirty point six million domestically, fifty one point seven million globally. So the movie made, made money. money. It wasn't super successful, but it made money. Wouldn't call it a box office hit. I'd like to see Predator ones. Oh yeah, no. I'm sure it was well. I'm sure it was a low budget. Yeah, it was a low budget. Well, not super low. Low. I mean, Schwarzenegger wasn't a huge star right then. He was kind of making its bones there. So it was probably a low-ish budget, big budget film that just made a ton of money, which is why they greenlit this. Uh, plot keywords: number one, dreadlocks. Number two, gang war. Makes sense. Number three, laser sight. Makes sense. Number four, voodoo. Makes sense. And number five, cult film. I get that. I could see, like, if I watched this when it first came out, I'd be like, this is a fucking shitty movie. It's not watchable. Now that I'm watching it and having some context, I, it's very entertaining. It's wild. It's insane. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I, I guess if, like, you put your spell, yourself in the perspective of, like, this isn't going to make a lot of sense, but if you just want some wild stuff on the screen to laugh at, like, if you want to watch bill, Danny like... Glover just lose his shit constantly, <laughs> yeah. it's great. <laughs> What I've learned is that the LAPD <coughs> has no rules, and you just uh, do whatever you want when you want. Well, not Danny Glover doesn't have rules. No, he does not. All right, taglines. There's a ton. I'm not going to do them all. There's literally one, two, three, four, five, six. There's eight taglines. No, we're not going to do all of them. Uh, number one, pull over, park, and pray. Don't quite get that one. Uh, the Lions, yeah, Tigers, bad. Bears, oh my. I, I get that. Gary Busey said that. <laughs> he did say that. Uh, this is a good one. Lions, Tigers, Bears, oh my. That's a Wizard of Oz. He's no, in. I, I got that. This is a good one. This is a good one. This might be my favorite. He's in town with a few days to kill. Oh. That's good. I like oh, that. Oh, that's better than the movie is. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's actually good writing. I like it that. sound like, like the Predator. I like, like that. Friends cast, like just dropping into L.A. Like he's got. Okay. Oh, one of them is the ultimate hunter. Hunting season opens again. And oh, this is good too. This time he's coming to a different kind of jungle. Oh, oh concrete that's jungle. Definitely the best one. No, no, no. no. Definitely not. Definitely no, not. Wrong. He's, no. he's in town with a few days to kill. Is yeah, fantastic. No. That's a great line. I like the different kind of jungle. Because you've got the double, you've got the double meaning there because he literally has a few days to kill people and he's just killing a few days. He's not jaunting down the street in LA buying purses. He like, kind of is. Yeah, I mean, he has that, with that camouflage, he kind of is doing that. Well, yeah, okay. All right. Uh, now it's time for the Real Buzz Rundown. All right, so we can That's let it. we get into the shit. We can get into the shit. Kyle, I know you've got some shit to say. Dude, I'm going gonna, I'm, let's, I'm gonna to hand it over to you. I, I have too much to, okay. So should we just start? I'll sprinkle in. You go ahead. I'll sprinkle the in. the wild opening of this movie? Yes, let's. Like, Please, let's. We're just, it went from zero to 60. Like, okay, number one, like five minutes into this movie, I was sick of the Predator Vision. They're just like, Predator Vision. Because he only predator sees vision. in uh, infrared. infrared. Which is a real disadvantage when it's everything is 109 degrees, by the way. Because everything I... is glowing red. But yeah. here's... It seems to work out pretty well because we see his vision the entire movie. I but didn't it's still they, very lethal. Didn't they show that like they were they, they were like, hey, he can only see an infrared. But then when they tried to they were wrong. combat yeah, that, he, he could switch his vision so he could he see in other types UV. of vision, too. Yeah, yeah UV lights. And which is why he could see people still I'm like, hold on. He can see the light. That's okay. yeah. So my first note is 
they're literally blowing up cars in the first scene with grenade launchers. But luckily, Danny Glover shows up with a pistol to solve this problem. A big old Desert Eagle. So he has a Desert Eagle. They put bulletproof jackets on the windows, and he drives towards the bad guys. And then he sticks his head out of the car while he's driving towards them. Semi-ghost riding the whip. Semi-ghost riding. And then he, he like, I my favorite part of that whole scene is when he's like, this desert eagle isn't big enough. And yeah. he goes to his trunk and he like rifles through his smaller pistols. And then he pulls out this like tiny shotgun, runs around the car, shoots like 15 people with 10 shots out of a shotgun that holds three shells. And I was like, you think you were shooting I'm all, slugs? I'm all in in this movie. Like he had to have been shooting slugs, right? I don't, I don't know what he was shooting. What's well, weird is they it opened fictional. up and it seemed like it was just a war. Yeah. It, they, yes. It seemed like it would literally. It opened up and just in war. <laughs> and I remember actually the first thing I was thinking about is like he's wearing like a like a dress shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a like tweed something. dress shirt. Right. Yeah. He just shows up in a tweed dress shirt, like ready for war. And I was like, well, how long has this been going on? Like in in. That would be a mate. What what was going on would be a major news event. Well, but it makes more sense now that Kyle's informed me that it's it's a 1997 it's dystopian in the future. future. Oh yeah. But yeah. the the very beginning, I the the very opening scene, I really liked how they did the bait and switch with the actual jungle, and then uh and then it showed L.A. Like like when you first walk in, you're like oh they're back in the jungle, but it's then the it goes no, jungle. it's they're in the, they're in, in L.A. Case you didn't see any previews or know that this was set. No, it's like they want you to think it's the Amazon, <laughs> but then fake you out with the fact it's actually Los Angeles. I it's, actually didn't notice yeah, that. It's good. So good pickup for sure. Also, hot take here. I think that the predator isn't attracted to violent people. He's attracted to people with a bold fashion statement. You know, he's attracted. Could be. He's attracted so, to alphas. Hold on a minute. So I think Chris predator, is right there. Predator one. A lot of like shirtless, a lot of pecs coming out. Like everyone's sleeveless. an alpha. Everyone's an alpha in, in Predator One. Everybody's an alpha. Predator yeah. Two. If you look, everybody that gets killed has a very bold fashion statement. I think he's. I think we really need to dive into this aspect of the Predator, where it's not a violence thing; it's a fashion thing. I think it's a violence thing. Well, because no, it's just a bad joke, Chris. I'm just making a bad joke. Okay, <laughs> no, no. it's no, no, no. Hold on, hold I'm on, just hold on. Totally like leaving you out there. Let's on explore that this. Joke. Let's explore this. So, uh, he's. The predators come to this planet because they want to go on safari and hunt. They, uh, it's the most dangerous game. Yes. So I could see why they would be like, they would go after the people who they're like, oh man, this guy's dressed like a fucking douche. Like I'm going to kill him just as like kind of like collateral damage is like a side kill. But I don't think they, 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 they don't think they seek it out as like that their primary, this is what satiates my need to kill. No, no. I, you, I look at Danny Glover's pleated dress slacks and his yellow mustard shirt. Oh, let's talk about his I crazy say, hat. He's oh dressed, my gosh. He's dressed like a 1930s detective. Right. He's like, he's like Dick Tracy showed up for the middle of this. Predator's like mad respect for this man. Even through UV vision, I can tell this guy's top dog. Uh, now, is that a theme in all the predators? Is it? Is it no, just, no, always no. Just, what is the what like? Because it, it did. They did take a long time before they explained why he was in LA. Well, they don't really explain. They don't really explain why. why the predators in LA. They kind of did. They said that he was there. The, Gary Busey does. He says he's there I'm to like about the first one on safari. Oh, they, in the, in the, the first the, one they kind of make like he he's there for sport. Yeah. Like he's he's there. on safari. They're just they're there to hunt. That's the that, that's the theme of all these movies. Yes. They, they oh like, yeah. Yes. That's they, what I was. At. Okay. They get honor in like killing dangerous game. Yes. Okay. So the yeah. predator the predator is a they're hunter. So anytime they come uh, to okay. the planet Earth with, with humans, they're it's like when we trophy hunt. Like yeah. if we're going to hunt a gotcha. lion or an elephant or elephants, not a good. So example. that's a theme throughout all of them. I thought yes. I, did, I thought it was just this one. That's Alien. the only reason they come to our planet. Alien versus predator, like aliens, are very dangerous. 
animal that can hunt. Anyway, uh, let's see. Did you guys see the scene where the gangster, like, they retreat back into the armory, which that's a heck of an armory they got there. Then they he takes a huge glob of cocaine. Oh, yeah, it's great. He takes a huff of the cocaine, and then he has, like, an open wound on his chest. He stuffs it in there. I believe you're talking about El Scorpio. (laughs) Yes, El Scorpio. He's uh, one of my favorite characters in this film uh, because he basically pulls a Scarface, and, you know, he he does the the, the different version of, you know, snoring the sail to my little friend. Uh, Basically, that's what he did. But um, I, I also am interested into how... I you don't normally see grenade launchers used in an urban setting, but it seems like you see it pretty regularly in ridiculous action movies. Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. So let's talk about the guns real quick because most of them are from this scene. I just like picked a few from this scene. So Danny Glover, he's got a Desert Eagle, massive. Which, yep, which is normally chambered in fifty AE, which is a huge handgun round, but he's got a three fifty seven Magnum version, which is a crazy gun for a cop to carry, and he has a Huge laser on the top of it, which like in 1990 probably looked cool, but now it just like oh my gosh, that is it does make ridiculous. sense. It, it looks like 1990 trying to be 1997. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he's his shotgun. I looked up that shotgun can hold three rounds in the mag tube. Oh, he, he sh- fired I sh- eleven I sh- shots. It's consecutively. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a big deal. And then uh, let's see his his partner, the Hispanic lady Contrell. So she had an even bigger laser, and she had. A P226, that's a normal gun, I guess, seven years in the future. Yeah, but it looks like they fashioned, they somehow fashioned this crazy metal shit on, it was weird. That was the laser. That was just the laser for the bottom uh, part. It's, it didn't know. look like it made sense. And then there's a gun, you might have noticed, it had like a scope attached to it. It's called the Steyr Aug. And like back in 1990. Oh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember seeing that. It's that, a German gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah German probably, automatic weapon. In 1990, that was probably the coolest gun you could ever imagine seeing. And now it's just like, oh, that's an old Steyr Aug. Why do these uh, like Colombian gangsters have that? How You know, how random. It's kind of like the AKs that uh, people uh, have around now, like the back from back from yeah. the Cold War. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was funny. Uh, it also, um, um, oh no, we already well, talked. One about of the it. gangsters, he pulled out a fifty cal sniper rifle, and he was like, "That was doing, military grade he shit." Was doing like close quarter combat, like he was like, "I'm gonna take my fifty cal." <laughs> Kyle, it's called uh, CQC, <laughs> close quarter combat. <laughs> I played Metal Gear Solid, and uh, we used a lot of CQC in that game. Okay. And also, so how many people did Danny Glover kill in that scene? The opening scene? Uh, I'd, I'd have to go back. I, I, I assume a lot? I tried to count, and I had 11. Okay. And so he kills 11 people, which today, if a cop killed 11 people, and they were all drug runners. He might you be on leave. A, get a medal. No, like in this situation, like that's clearly like you just had like a heroic like medal of freedom moment. But he just like strolls into his boss's office, puts his feet on the table, and the captain's like, "Gosh dang it, you need to rein yourself in." And like I just. But again, that was the trope that was really. Uh, they the did it, it was the it was the captain that's always yelling. They did yeah. it throughout Bad Boys. They did it. You know, that that yeah. was the trope that was really, really um, uh, apparent back in especially late 80s, early 90s. There was the oh, there was that. I guess you can't have a insubordinate, like a, an insubordinate character that didn't do what the captain said. But God damn it, he got the job done. Yeah. yeah. One of my notes was like, you can't have like an 80s style cop movie without a jurisdictional you know, dispute with some federal agency, which we definitely got there, too. 
Oh, yeah. I love how the Gary Busey-led Predator feds all had standard-issue pit vipers. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then when Bill Paxton's in, I'm just like, I, my, my heart just sank. I was like, we're going to have to struggle through Bill Paxton being Bill Paxton. No, he was I great. I don't think that's I loved it. I love Bill Paxton. Uh, I, no, I, I, I just got real tired. And maybe I'm romanticizing it since he's passed on now, but I look back on Bill Paxton's performances in this movie and in um, – True, uh, true, true lies. True lies. I that that may have been my favorite Bill Paxton. I really what enjoy it. It's a good Bill Paxton. Paxton. Uh, the guy, the guy who that, pissed himself. He, oh, he was the Corvette salesman. Yes, he's trying yes. to get with Jamie Lee Curtis, who pretended to yes. be in the CIA. And that role was made for Bill. He Paxton. did great. He nailed good. it. He's oh, so no, good. Man. He was I may so have good. Just done a full one eighty on Bill. Yeah, Paxton. yeah, yeah. Lay off of Bill Paxton. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys get the special quote that? Uh, Harrigan, a.k.a. Danny Glover, had in his boss's office when he's like, you will cooperate. It was a really great quote. It was, and then, you know, this is something that I think I may take into my personal toolbox when talking to, you know, my staff. Okay. Is, you're cutting off my dick and you're shoving it up my ass. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> that, was, that was Danny Glover's, wow. re- that was his retort. There's yeah, nothing problematic like, about that response. I was just like, that's. You're cutting off my dick and you're shoving up my ass. He I mean, did say that. Yeah. No, no, that that no, that's great. I'm just I'm gonna uh, next time I have a dispute with my mom, I'm gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see here. Uh, they, they, I would say they really pushed. The, we kind of talked on this. They really pushed the Dan Glover as an authoritar like an authority an authority problem narrative really heavily. Like the majority of his behavior in the first half of the movie would not only get him fired, it would probably result in criminal what charges. What about the gang guy that literally strung the dude up by his feet? Which was the second time uh, there was name's, a, his name's King Willie. There was a yeah. naked man hung upside down. Yeah, I like that part. Hold on. Did King Willie hang up some of these guys, or was Predator hanging up all these guys? Predator hung up the first one. Okay, because they were saying, "Oh, how did he get thirty feet in the air?" <laughs> yeah, but who did who did King Willie hang up? So King Willie, just some random. He was taking over the Colombian drug lord, his turf, and so he was in the penthouse. Oh. So King Willie strung him up, and he was like covering him. Oh yeah, he yeah, was yeah. painting the his naked chest, guy, and then yes. he starts yeah, yeah, yeah. like they were oh, doing the naked guy, the voodoo ritual. Yes, yeah, there was a lot of buns on the screen. Well, but then father. Predator came in and hung up a bunch of those motherfuckers, he, all of them. Yeah, yeah. Predator, and then that's in. yeah. No, he took the guy's skull later. That he didn't take up their skull at that time. Well, just like the Predator, like came in, and he's like. I just like imagine the predator. He's like sitting up in the roof. He's like, "What am I gonna hit him with first? He's like, "Net gun. That'll be a cool entrance." And like the, <laughs> it's like the predator's coming with a cool. The net sharp gun looked net. intense because it like went into his face. Yeah, it was like a sharp net. Yeah, the net gun didn't look like it would be a fun one to get yeah. hit with. Well, yeah, because he has a huge toolbox of like toys. Oh yeah, he's an intergalactic monster. Yeah, and his face. He is ugly. Yep. All right, so that it's so you bring that up. I want I want to talk about this. So, what? How do we feel about pussy face? Oh, it was a little too close to home. After I, so he says that at the end he when he's hanging, him, he's like, "Yeah, oh, you took this pussy face." And it's kind of like, "All right, I have some questions." Then I see. First his of face. all, what kind of pussies have you been looking at? <laughs> Second of all, it sounds it's it's not a great insult. It's like your little like it's it, like the, when the little brother gets mad at the big brother for taking away the Nintendo. It's like, "Give it back, pussy face." It doesn't sound natural. No, it doesn't work. But at you all. take the teeth away because I saw it right afterwards, and I was like, "Okay, not wrong." I don't know, man. I don't see it at all. I just, just like that part of the movie. You know, I just kept contrasting. Like, okay, Predator One, we have. Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, fighting the Predator in the jungle. And in this movie, we have a Predator in an old lady's bathroom 
and yeah, yeah. Danny Glover verbally sparring with an old lady in her bathroom. I don't think. Like, well, well, it's cut, okay, I'm police. I don't think he gives a fuck. <laughs> and also, the predator like gets his arm cut off by Danny Glover. Like, imagine, yeah. you, imagine you're a, a, a predator, right? Like, your name is literally Predator, and you're some kind of like galactic badass. That's your scientific and classification. Danny Glover in his slacks like cuts your arm off, and you're just like, with whatever that be thing so was. So embarrassing back to the fellas on the spaceship. And I remember seeing that disc because that's what he shot through uh, Gary Busey. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, don't pick that up. You don't know what that does. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, all the guns aren't working, but I've got this major death frisbee that's going to do everything. I don't know, man. And that's what he ends up killing him with. When your back's against the wall and you're going to die, I think you, you be, I would pick it up. Like, it, it's, it's yeah. this or I'm for sure yeah. going to die. I don't know. We're, we're hopping all over the place, but let's just talk about this <laughs> idea of, okay, so... Danny Glover is just a huge pain in the ass this whole movie to everyone that's actually trying to catch the predator, right? Yep. Like, yeah. he's just a madman. Like, people are giving him orders, and he's just like, I'm going to do the opposite of that. And he just, like, runs into crime Literally. scenes. He has no respect for authority. No, none. And so, at the end of the movie, he, gets the job he done. stumbles into this FBI trailer somehow. And they're just like, okay, I guess because you're so persistent, we'll let you in on this whole secret. Come watch our secret operation. God no, like, damn it. This is the guy that you hated the whole movie. You, you're like, I might hate you, but God damn it if you're not persistent. Get right. in here. Yeah, and like, that, that is when he's that, in the work. trailer, he steals the microphone. He like kicks the door into the warehouse. And they're just like, he's like pointing a gun at, like, he's just a madman. Which continuity issue. So the people inside unhinged, I would say the, the people inside the place, you know, when they, he sees a flashlight, the predator kills them all. Danny Glover runs in. Oh, you're talking about when they jump the shark and they're like, we're going to go freeze we're the predator. Freeze the predator. Yeah. Right. And then, but the weirdest thing is that after that, then it's Danny Glover and the predator. Everybody else disappears. What about all the trailers and teams and people of the FBI that just watch their team well, get massacred? Yeah, they, they come back in at the end. At the when, very end. When the helicopter like, lands, it's like, God damn it, what the fuck just happened in or there? Or they're like, well, we're going to let, you know, this guy's very persistent. We're going to let him and the Predator just duke it out no, for no, a bit Chris, and see who wins. Because- they do have literal combat with each other, which is wild. Yeah. Let's also talk about, like, this is a Predator who has, like, evaded detection for 300 years because he's got this pistol that dates back to 1776. 300 years that we know of. That's right. not the same okay. Predator. No, no, no. no. Look, I'm just saying, though, like, he's got all this tech, but somehow the FBI guys are able to track his pheromones like he's a fucking bee. Like, what? What? <laughs> well, it's, what, it's what how they get past the camera. Lazy camouflage. writing is that? They're like, he's <laughs> got pheromones. So we'll just track it's how they get past. Well, he's going to smell. Look at him. Like, he's going to smell like something. He doesn't smell great. He probably smells like a gremlin. Let's Fair be honest. Pheromones are used to, like, attract mates. Like, what kind of mates he trying to attract this pheromone? Oh, uh, Christ, can I get some With of those the then? face? I just, that part made me mad. I was like... <laughs> Okay, this predator, I was okay with it. They explained it somehow. The trailer full of FBI guys. I, like I, I got to side with Chris here, Kyle. Of all the ridiculous bullshit that happened in this film, that doesn't make the top yeah, five. Yeah, that's what you're calling BS. That on? doesn't make the top five. But you, okay. So to your point, Rob, their their plan is to freeze him. Yes, ridiculous for reasons. And Gary Busey does freeze him at one point. He like he's three feet away. He blasts him with a freeze gun. It has zero effect. So like, what? well, he had some uh, icicles on his on his on his body. <laughs> I don't think it, he just backed away. It was, it was liquid. Like, ni- it was liquid nitrogen. So uh, like he had to. It, I, <laughs> I will say it had very, like it didn't have a major effect on him. It definitely had a no, minimum like, minimal effect. I on think him. it was like it's like the equivalent of getting spraying somebody with a fire extinguisher. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's like, exactly what like, it looked well, like. Well, this yeah. this was semi disorienting. 
Why do they just see an infrared? And I think uh, I I don't, I don't think he changes it to uh, UV. I think he adjusts the sensitivity on it. Oh, the sensitivity. sensitivity? Well, the yeah. reason I said UV is because they literally made a big deal about it being UV light, and then the predator, like he's he's filtering through different screens. Yeah, and all then you see is the UV light. That's Which, why Danny's glover's like. Weird is it where like you filter your vision through something on your arm? That's just his so tech, is he, man. That's his control panel. Yeah. That's cool. What are you talking about? I know, but is that his mask or That's is a control mask. panel in him? No, it's like wired up. I don't know. I don't. I don't. You know. gotta watch Predator. Right? I had a, yeah. Like I need to do more like Predator research. Yeah, no, I was like, that's what like is his, this guy's deal? Everything he controls. Yeah, it's his armor. It's all his armor yeah. that he's got okay. on. Like, but, yeah. but his actual vision. So when he takes the, I guess when he did that, he did have his mask on still. Yeah, that was a good question though because in I don't know what he sees when he doesn't have the visor so on. That's Predator, what I'm curious well, about. So in Predator One, he takes his mask off. And everything goes like shades of red, so it's like less UV. But in this one, he takes his mask off, and he still sees in UV. So continuity, I guess. And does he breathe oxygen? Because he keeps well, coming like what breathing does. something. What a period does. Well, he kept putting the mask back up to his face like a scuba diver. Yeah. So I'm gonna oh, that's true. Yeah. That he needs something else. Carbon, carbon dioxide on him or somehow? whatever. Yeah, because whatever obviously it is, after breathe. Danny Glover... Blasted another 13 rounds from a three-round shotgun into him. He, Danny's like, well, just to be safe, oh. I'll get real close to him and take his mask off and not shoot him anymore. And how does it go from being a, what appears to be dead to just back to normal? <laughs> like, it's like, oh. Oh, he does. He, he, he wakes up from, like, oh, completely dead. And then just, he does. He jumps, like, he goes he from zero playing, to 100%. Does not appear to be hobbled at all. You guys never hunted possum before. Oh, okay. okay. All right, possum. that's fair. Sometimes I don't he, think the Predator plays possum. He's playing possum, man. Predator. Clearly he does. His name is Predator. Yeah, I think possums play possum to fool predators. That is exactly what happens. That's true. Yeah. But, you know. Predators luckily, don't play possum to fool their f- Well, this game. Predator, he, he has the, the little-known trick that Grandma's bathroom tile plus some blue liquid. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Equals Light it on fire. Instantaneous cure for any injury that you have. And then he sticks his nub in it. He sticks his nub in it. And fun then, fact. Fun fact. And they, screams. They had a one-armed stuntman play him after he got his arm cut off. Is that true? That story? is a good yeah. fact. Okay. Yeah. I get I that. Like that. So one-armed, one-eyed. He did that. Like, he was breaking the tile, and I was like, okay, he's pissed off. Like, okay, he's breaking more tile. Okay, he's putting it in the Petri dish. And then, like, he does light it and then, like, nub it up. I also love how was he cauterizing a wound? Maybe yeah, was, yeah. that's yeah, what he. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but he was doing it with tile and blue liquid. <laughs> Obviously, this plaster tile is gonna. And I'm like, seal it right up. <laughs> like dude, just do whatever, do what Arnold does, and heat up a knife and stick it on there. I, I, also, <laughs> I also really liked uh, that the Predator's secret ship was hidden under an apartment building through an elevator hole. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, and Danny Glover just keeps. <laughs> Dude, I had a lot of issues with the elevator scene, and you know, uh, and they did this Mission Impossible. Probably sent people for the rails on this. Elevators don't go all the way to the bottom. No, you don't get squished. There's like a little... no, there's there's a whole other yeah below there's... the foundation. Well, hold yeah. on, hold on, Chris. Like as someone that knows about construction, I'm gonna have to <laughs> differ with you. Okay, like oh okay, I know that you're on the computer all day. <laughs> and then I just had to teach you how to drive a Mustang. That's but all that all aside, is true. All that aside, you know, I he did fall like forty feet from the elevator, but somehow catch himself in the hole, which 
like should break your arms. And then he falls through the hole another 40 feet. Under well, the he just says, screw it. I'm going to fall down whatever's below this. He's like, have you seen my, my pleated dress pants? It's like a parachute. <laughs> yeah. Let's me fall slowly. When they got wet, they just looked heavy. <laughs> yes. They, well, they just looked heavy. They're I was slowing him down as he's, as he's attacking this predator. I also liked that the, the big reveal at the end was that there were uh, seven or eight other predators that were there the entire time, just viewing all of this from an, like a, some sort of and exhibition standpoint. So why does it, they give him the gun and then they leave? Like, I, what is that? Well, so about? I, what I think happened was they realized, okay, you were being hunted. You defeated your hunter. We respect you. Oh, no, I and, get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what a stupid idea. No, but <laughs> I feel like like how embarrassing for the predator they got killed by Danny Glover. Yeah, like, that's why they're hauling him out. I feel out. like all the other predators were just kind of like, ha, like Frank got taken out by Danny Glover. Like, here you go, Danny. Like, here's a pistol. They're just like, that old Frank. That is that one rascal. angry black man taking him out. Well, it's also weird how they, they, they made them speak. Like, here, take this. Like, just don't yeah. don't make the predator speak. Don't. The predator, oh, the predator, at one point, he knew how to say, uh, shit happens. A few yeah, shit, times. no, that was a few times. And he knew how to say, motherfucker. Yep. Oh, he did and, call him that. Uh, he knew how to say. He said, "Because that was a callback to the first film, where it's right. like you're one ugly mother." He goes, "Motherfucker!" It's like, okay, we don't need the predator to talk. We can, yeah. I mean, it's, that <laughs> that kind of ruined the the mystique of the predator. Like, like this predator is so bad at being a predator, he can't even kill himself right. Like, no, he, he tried to kill himself with the bomb, which I yeah, know, like in the first. That's one. what he, he was initiating. They like, said that they. they yeah. So that's what happens. The first big one part of the first movie, in the too. First one, yeah, he initiates a self destruct sequence, and he. You know, right where he cuts his arm off in the second one? That's what he was trying to do, and Danny Glover's like, not with my frisbee in this hand. Oh, I missed that because yeah. I did. That's I, why he cut his arm off, so he right. could stop from self-destruct. Which is funny. Danny Glover's like, I know everything about these predators. I just listened to Gary Busey. <laughs> well, because Gary Busey said, hey, the last guy who self-destructed. It, what, and it was a huge radius. Like 100 blocks or something? So Crazy. is that how? Yeah, yeah so, he said 300 blocks, but my problem with that is that Arnold Schwarzenegger survived that by diving into a shallow river. Yeah, the first well. One. So, so that's in the first one, they the just back into a corner, and the guy's like, well, this didn't work. In the first one, Arnold Schwarzenegger outsmarts him with the power of mud. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, he, he cools so, his body yep, temperature with Exactly. Mud. So he sees an infrared, so he covers himself in mud. And then Which he, that's he not sets gonna... like a lot of Vietnam-esque traps, and then the Predator's like, oh, Rambo-esque, yeah. You yeah. want to fight hand-to-hand? And then Arnold Schwarzenegger obviously beats him, and then the Predator's like, oh, yeah, well, I got a bomb on my arm. And then the movie kind of ends. Yeah. That's, that's that, weird. It's a little after you get to the chopper Spoiler scene. Spoiler alert for all of you. Oh, it's 30 years old. It's 50 years 1987 old. That's Predator weird. One. Also, Rob, I want you to let me know your thoughts. Sure. The, 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 so Predator, in Predator 2, he has pregnancy vision. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> forgot well, about that. Well, he hears the heartbeat. Yes. So. No, he clearly saw the outline of, like, little baby. Yeah. Uh, before he, he did see that, I that is right. And but that's the, like how they revealed that she was pregnant. Well, the, the, yeah, the, they <laughs> really had no meaning. It was no, it was it was it had no, it didn't drive the plot forward. It was completely <laughs> worthless. You all right, partner? There was yeah, there was just this paramedic that put a a, um, a stethoscope down to her stomach. Was like this one's pregnant. It's like okay, completely irrelevant. I yeah. mean, that, that, and it was very poorly done. It was very, that was very sloppy writing. R- ridiculous. Just as a, like you're supposed to care about this character more now. Yeah, and and the fucked up thing is, I didn't. No, I was like, okay, that's I why. I can, which the movie would be no different whether that person died or lived. No, 
They never came back. The movie would be literally no different at all. I care more about the guy that got killed in the beginning. I think yeah. the reason they put that scene in was to show that the predator kept her alive and has honor because. Oh, uh, that okay. She doesn't hunt pregnant shit. Okay, that makes sense. Who cares? Even though she has a weapon, which is a big deal in the first movie. So basically, he kept her alive because you're you're no threat. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I think that the sexist yeah. predator, which uh, yeah. arguably that's that sexist motherfucker. He yeah. didn't murder her because she was a woman. And arguably that's why I keep you alive, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the last the last thing I noticed was by the end of this movie, I and it kind of makes sense now that I understand it's supposed to be a dystopian future in 1997. I really couldn't tell if it was absurd in a self-aware kind of way, or if it was just like the precipice of the tail end of the eighties action movies, insanity. I really didn't. I couldn't. Tell. I think it was insanity. I don't know that it yeah. was self-aware. I don't think All right. I, and I had an issue like, yeah, clearly I didn't like this movie, but which makes me just sound like I'm better than all the movies that you put on there. But I just am. <laughs> no, no, that's fair. No, I appreciate that take because no, I like that. Uh, also, like, I need to choose a movie that I actually like, and then the listeners will be like, okay, so he does like movies. He's not just pretentious on that ground. Well, so there's one more. There's another scene I want to talk about. And Please. It's the it's the subway train scene where uh, Bill Paxton. Not and, Pullman. What is the lady's name? I always forget her name. Uh, well, her real name is something Conchita something. I, I, I looked her up on the old IMDb. Her, her name is Detective Leona Cantrell. Yeah, Leona. That's right. Her name's Leona. In the movie. She's so, so there's this like, like the worst gang imaginable. Like it's like three white guys, three black guys. They're all middle aged. They all look like they're. It out doesn't of, seem like the worst gang. Imaginable. No, they're all out of like a little Nas X video. Like yeah, like eighties gangsters in little Nas X video today. Very indistinguishable. Same. The same people. Oh yeah. So they the guy like what well, I was really I don't know if it was humor or whatever, but the guy threatens him with an ice pick and he's like. You know, donate to my friend's surgery. And the guy's like, I got a gun. And then he turns to the right, and everybody on the train has a gun, including like three. Oh, yeah. That, I, I actually, that was took me a minute to realize what you were like. At. Is this comedy? Because if it's comedy, it's, it's awesome. very funny. Yeah. Well, no, because it, it was weird that, that everyone on the had train was, was packing. Yeah, that, I think th that was part of the dystopia, I think. So I think there was a lot of, if, if we knew and were more familiar with Los Angeles, I think. A lot of that would be more Is funny. Is that happens in L.A., Chris? I don't know. Well, ladies pack. I don't know, but I'm saying, like, L.A. is supposed to be pretty hard with, Weird you story. Know. L.A. does have an underground train system. Just no one uses it. it, it <laughs> it's not. Still operational? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have a subway. Uh, but I'm it, sure that's it's, really it's, dirty. It, it, no. It, first of all, it's it's not as functional. As, New York's is way better. It's much more... Um, Oh, what's probably what used? For? Everybody uses a subway. And it can get to more places in New York. New York can actually oh. it, it has it does a better job of being able to transport like you the to different car places. Streetcar in Kansas City. Yeah, exactly. You kind of have to drive to yes. use it. The, the LA subway is like the streetcar in Kansas City. That's just going to be like a relic one day. Like, oh yeah, there was a streetcar. It would take you from. Um, It'd take you two whole miles. Yeah, if you wanted to go to Union Station for some reason, because that was on the same route as your beer drinking, like. <laughs> So Way. when when Danny Glover is collected and then um, is debriefed after the end of this movie, what do you think he says? I, I mean, bad to, because he's that's a good question. It's pretty wild. I I think the people in um, the in well Gary Busey's crazy division would believe whatever he said, but 
his peers and his. He may just keep it under. He may just keep it quiet. I'm sure he does. If I, I bet you he just says no. Nope. It is like, oh, don't worry, motherfucker. You'll get another chance. Right. I bet yeah. you he just keeps it quiet. I think he plays it straight and knowing, is like, I'm not going to tell you guys what happened. Knowing his character in this movie, he probably like drove to NASA and like commandeered a spaceship and like went after him or something. Yeah, no, for real. He would <laughs> not let it go. Style. He would not <laughs> let it go. He did. He, he definitely did. went to NASA. Bro holds a grudge. <laughs> He no, would not let it go. Like there's one scene where <laughs> what they're talking about is it's like oh he's obsessive compulsive. Like he, like, yeah. it's like middle of the movie. He doesn't know about the predator is an alien yet, and he's getting chewed out by his boss and like his boss's boss, and it's like you will follow orders, and like this is your last warning. And he's just like okay, and then he literally like quite literally walks out of the office, and then he goes and assaults a federal officer yep. in the same building. And I was just like, this guy, dude, just. Does not care if they don't. Anything. If they didn't bring Danny Glover back later to just be still angry at the Predators, <laughs> that'd be a missed opportunity. Yeah. No, you know what a missed opportunity is the fact that Danny Glover has not shown up in any of the Predator that's sequels. True. That that's yes. a missed that's, opportunity. Yeah, he's also, doing badass badasses with Danny Trejo. Get him I, back in the Predator. I like films. him. I oddly like. Him. Oh, I love Danny. Oh, he was I, in Jumanji. Well, yeah, he was in the newest Jumanji. Yeah. Did you? So did you guys also notice that when? Bill Paxton at his death scene. He shoots at the Predator point blank, able to see the Predator. On the train, yeah. 15, 20 times. And so the Predator's bulletproof for some reason. Well, he's got his armor on. Oh, that's well, until first, Danny Glover shoots him. In the first movie, he wasn't bulletproof, and that made it kind of cool because they could, like, you know, track his leaky green blood. Maybe Pullman's just a really bad shot. I mean, he just must have shot straight at his armor every time. <laughs> and then when he's out, he takes a golf ball. Throws the golf ball at the Predator. And then, after he's out of golf balls, he takes a giant machete out of nowhere. Did you guys notice that? Oh. He pulls out a huge machete out Who of does this? Pants. Bill Paxton's To be character. honest, I started like, I, I was like half yes, paying attention yeah. through a lot of this. Because I was just like, okay, whatever. I, I missed this. What I the fuck? Where did he get a machete? Where did he get a machete? Oh, that's wild. He pulls a machete out of his pants. Like, he had had it there the whole movie, and you didn't know. <laughs> like, that's his backup. He's <laughs> a giant machete. Go rewatch it. And you don't uh, like Bill Paxton. I love him so much more now. And you don't like Bill Paxton. Oh, that's so like, good. Yeah. Just secret machete pants. Like, I don't know. Okay, the other, the other scene that I loved that made, like, no sense was he gets into the car of Jamaicans, and they're just like, Smoking it up in the car, right? Yep. And then he goes and he talks to the, like, voodoo prince. Gets literally zero information from that guy. Well, the voodoo prince gets killed right after. Well, the guy, he, like, he's like, I need to know who's killing my people. And the guy's like, well, it's obviously a demon. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Check out these chicken bones. He does do the chicken. demon. <laughs> you want to see it again? They always Still land. Demon. They always land in the same way. <laughs> and, then, and he's got this huge, like, ch- like and. So the part where, like, I literally almost spit out my drink was when he had his sword cane. Like, he has his cane, and he, like, he's going to sword the, fight the Predator. With the, like, uh, with the snake on the end of it? Yes. I was yeah. like, this movie cannot get any better. You know, I'm, I'm rating it six out of five. You know? That's <sighs> it for me. I did like this you movie. and your taste in movies and an inability to drive <laughs> a manual transmission. I got us here. All right. Do you guys know what time it is? It's time for Tipsy Trivia. 
I tried really hard to stay off IMBD. Yeah, let's fucking race! To not ruin it. You didn't do the... No, I know. <laughs> I just... Uh, sometimes I like to switch it up. I I, I don't... Uh, thoughts aren't funny. Is it? Is it time for random drop? Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. go for it. Pin it. These nuts. It's <laughs> <laughs> got <him. laughs> You, you can push whatever drive you want. They're going to be strange. Is it la is it labeled or did you? Did it, was oh, that just like I, I, I reached over, I pushed a button. <laughs> ha! Got him. Yeah, this cool. is the portion of the podcast where we have five trivia based questions from the film. If Chris and Kyle get three of the five correct, uh, I have to shock him and they don't. If they get less than three correct, they have to shock him and I don't. But inevitably, we'll all end up shocking because it's that kind of a show. Number one. Over under twenty two. How many times was this movie recut in order to not attain an NC-17 rating? I'm going to say over. An NC it's either 21 or 23. It's correct. So he, they, Which like, is a weird question because it's our, that's, a, that's a high number. The over yeah. and under you should choose times. like six. Oh, no, over under 22. How oh, many times I'm gonna, was this? I'm going to play Calvin in this. And under. like, you should choose six. And then it's like, no, it was actually 50. I know the answer is over because why would you include it? But I'm going to pick under because that should be the correct answer. It was under. It was okay, it was cut 21 times. 21 times? 21 times. These but, questions are erroneous. Because of more graphic shots of mutilated bodies and decapitated and decapitations by the Predator, the film was initially given an NC-17 rating. To be fair, it was pretty gory. Like Fair, the upside yeah, down, like and they were carving in that guy's stomach. There was it was pretty gory. Yeah, no, it, it was. Uh, yeah, it was heavy. Oh, also, the predator gets struck by lightning and doesn't die in this movie. I thought no, he summoned. He the lightning. thrives off the lightning. I thought yeah. he summoned that. That was like he a, climbed the power. up with Bill Paxton's skull. Climbed up with Bill Paxton's skull. He got struck by lightning. Yeah, no, but yeah. I think he, I think he wanted it. I think yeah, it was like said, our powers you're, you're unite. Just okay with this? Yeah, no. I, well, I don't know. He's a print. He's a fucking alien uh, being. I man. was just along for the ride. I was playing catch up the entire time. You guys, he gets killed by conventional bullets. And in the why first is one. Bill Paxton the truth? And you're okay with him getting struck by lightning in number two, and he's just cool with it? Okay, like, he has a wristband that 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 I don't know dials cool between his it. infraredness. I mean, it is what I it is. I just wanted to point that out. All right, number two. Some of the sounds the Predator made in this movie were recycled from a previously released sci-fi feature. Which feature was it? Was it A, Tremors, B, The Thing, C, Aliens, or D, Spaceballs? I'm oh. saying Aliens. E, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Nope, that's, not, that's wrong. <laughs> I'll say it again. Some of the sounds the Predator made in this movie were recycled from a previously released sci-fi feature. Which was it? Tremors, The Thing, Aliens, or Spaceballs? Ron Weasley. Uh, I think I'm going to pick the thing. Okay. And Chris, you said aliens, Kyle, you're going to be disappointed. Tremors. Damn it. Oh, they, they used, they used the previously used from uh, the, what are their names? Oh, the screeches. Yeah. Oh, what are their names? The effects from tremors. The graboids. Graboids. Yeah, the graboids. Graboids. Good name. name. <laughs> <laughs> terrible name. It's a good name. Terrible name. All right. Number three. True or false? This was the first film to ever attain the NC-17 rating. Upon release? Yep. You just told us they had to recut it 15 I times. know, but this was true or false? Was this the first film to ever receive an NC-17 rating before it had to be recut? False. True. Well, uh, when did the NC-17 rating come out? Uh, around this time. 
When did American History X or no? When did American Psycho come out? Two thousand. Did that get an NC seventeen? Initially, I'm sure. I'm gonna say it's not the first one to get an NC seventeen. It was. So this was the first film to ever attain the newly instituted NC seventeen rating. Going down. All right, number four. I love how I stated all the facts that would make me pick the opposite answer, and then I picked the wrong answer. What the? I love how Rob said true. And then you like jumped in there, <laughs> and then we're like, actually, <laughs> I'll spout some facts at you. All right, I messed up. The fourth one got deleted, but all right, so number five. Well, I want to know <laughs> okay. what the fourth is. Can you it, remember? It wasn't. I I've got the one from last week. Make here. one up. It could be about Sly Stallone. Okay, okay, I got one. Okay. In Predator One, John Claude Van Damme was or was not the Predator. No, he was not. He was not. That's, a, that's a 100% provable fact. He was not. Carl you're Weathers. Both, you're both wrong. Carl Weathers was in the first with the first one. Jean-Claude Van Damme was the original Predator, and he quit halfway through the movie because he realized he was oh, going to be in a mask the I, whole time. I think I remember reading something. Oh, and there was those. no spinning back kicks. That's correct. Well, Most. Carl Weathers was in the first one, and he was fantastic. Was he, in, was he the same Predator in this one? Carl Weathers? Sorry? Carl was, was was the guy that played Predator in Predator One. Was he the same Predator in this Predator? Oh, no idea. Okay, no, I, I would assume not. I mean, th- there was um, first one was eighty four. Second one was there was six, six, seven. Maybe I have no idea. I thought the first one was eighty seven. Maybe that seems like a fact that doesn't matter. Seems like something I should know since I researched this movie. Number five. <laughs> uh, what eighties action movie? Did Busey and Glover star in together? Oh man, which one was that? Lethal Weapon. I I would not have been able to answer that. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Weapon. I gave it away earlier. He Kyle. did. He did. Pay he, attention to anything. Lethal Weapon One. It was He's Joshua. It was he was Joshua. Didn't have a last name, which always bothered me. They made Joshua the name Joshua sounds so sinister. <laughs> they did. <They're, laughs> it's like oh, it's Joshua. And Jebediah feeds the chickens and Jacob plows. Yeah. The only uh, lethal weapon quote I know is like diplomatic immunity, which I think is like two. That is the second one. Oh, yeah. What's the name of that guy that gets murked by Joshua in the office when Danny Glover's talking to him? And he's also in Halloween two or three. He's in Halloween three. Fuck. What's that guy's name? Same guy. Hmm. Talking about the German guy? No, 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 no. I'm talking about you remember Halloween three. Season of the Witch? Yeah. Main character there. Is this the one where Tom Hanks gets poison ivy? No. I'm not not familiar with that movie. (laughs) What? Yeah, yeah. That's probably Die Hard. Kyle's just, he's trying to derail it. All right. uh, Your guys' choice. Are we shotgunning? I'll I'll finish this one. Well, I'm not driving, so I'll shotgun. I'm not going to pressure Chris into it because I'm a responsible. He was driving very poorly on the way here. Well, yeah, don't make him drive. Okay. Mm, okay. All right. Poorly is probably accurate, but. You want to have some car keys? I'm just going to finish what I got. So when I shotgun, like, do we do we shoot this with a oh. shotgun and we consume liquid? Well, liquid you should know if, the If answer. you were running the show, yes, we would. <laughs> uh, uh, you don't have car keys at all, anyone? Not a fab, but, like, actual keys of cars? Uh. No, that'll work. That'll work. He has a, a 
razor blade. He has a machete that he just pulled out That's of his That's an exacto knife. Like Bill Paxton. I would give you the, the other end of that knife, Kyle, but I don't think I would trust you with it. All right, mm. Carl, I'll give you this one. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Straight in. Okay. And then twist. Right. A lot, of, a lot of specific instructions going no, on. No, he there. was right. That was good. That was actually good. <laughs> Make sure you hit the air bubble. That was definitely good. I was like, it's not, it's not a piece of wood. See, though, you didn't. Well, you did do a pretty good job of lining up the. Yo. Oh. <laughs> Luckily, I had a six pack. No, that was actually great advice. To avoid Chris's gut shot. I was, I was going to do that while you were chugging. Yeah, that would have been not cool. <laughs> <laughs> but this then, is expensive microphone equipment. Well, and then too, I could get over. sprayed with beer. Yeah, that microphone is four hundred dollars. Oh, it, really? it is. Oh my another gosh. another five hundred. I can tell you what KP will give you. <laughs> All right. How does my voice sound on this four hundred dollar microphone? One, two, three. Oh. Why was there beer on my knee, Kyle? <laughs> Look how much beer I spilled. Look how much beer I spilled right there. Uh, there oh my god! <laughs> it like shot Kyle, out I'm, of the end, dude. I'm not even upset. That's usually me. Yeah. Like I, that <laughs> I feel like if uh, at what point in time do you just have to wear a helmet in public? <laughs> <laughs> there is that soft spot. That yeah, on the back right side. there. Yeah, you, you poke it, and uh, bad things happen. All right, pussy faces. Do you know what time it is? Drinking Buddies. This is the portion of the podcast where we choose a character, not an actor, but a character from the film that we would get uh, explicitly shit-faced, fucked up, drunk, shy vote, if you will, and I will with Carl. Who's your drinking buddy? Man, I think if the Predator can speak a little better English, I'm going with the Predator. Looks like he's got some story, like 300 years back. That's bold. How, how like, you, assuming that I don't get my guts ripped out. Well, I'm my, sure you would. You know. But, 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 but I don't know. But like, why would that be fun? Because you wouldn't be able to um, communicate or have any sort of conversation. No, no, with no. I, I put the exclaimer that if he spoke somewhat good English and we could communicate. I think this movie posits that he does speak somewhat good English. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, he understands you pick, it. You pick anybody else in this movie, like they look like they smell terrible. Yeah, 100%. And no, I agree with that. I also don't really want to talk to Danny Glover because he doesn't have... No, it. no, I, I, we're on record. Danny Glover's not my dream. Like, no, he doesn't, he's not. He doesn't have a family. No. We, we don't see him do anything in this movie except cop work. He's literally like, an insane person. He's on the job 24-7. He's not mentally healthy. When does he change clothes? He doesn't. Oh, he never no, does. He, One time in his office early, he switches shirts. And, and if that's the case, the and that's hood. what you're doing, what my attire would be different. We never see him yeah. go into his I house. I guess this is pre-dry fit, see him Under Armour days. We never see him eat. No, he's basically an insubordinate, uh, I don't know if psychopath is right, but it's he's- It's not wrong. Yeah. You never see him sleep either. No, he's no. I think he, he's definitely- That's why the Predator wants him. Yeah, I could. So they probably did that. If you told me he was bipolar, I'd be like, "Yeah, I get it." They probably make him over the top because that's why the predator wants him. Yeah. Oh, okay. That that's a great point. I never thought about that because the predator since he needs to be the alpha. He's attracted to killing the most. Yes, that makes sense. Like he sees him and he's like, the pheromones on that dude are off the charts. Yeah, he's got the biggest pleats on his pants. He definitely does. Boom! Too much booty in the pants. Uh, Chris, who's your drinking buddy? I'm gonna say Busey. It's great. It's a great oh. pick. Oh yeah. No, I feel like I feel like, like his, his character in this movie. Yeah. 
It is the character. It's not the actor. I'm surprised neither one of you picked Paxton. I'll be honest. Oh, I thought about God. Paxton, but no. the problem is, is he'd be too aloof all night. No. Oh, it's my kind of guy. Like I, I was between. So I, Paxton was my backup. I went with El Scorpio as my first choice. I feel choice. like I could. Oh. Ooh, I feel like I could get drunk with Busey on that, and we would like really fuck some shit oh, up. Oh, do you guys remember? Like King Willie had those gold pants. Gold oh, King Willie could be good too. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. the whole carving time. up other human beings. Like not a good drinking. Buddy. Oh, that's great. No, I'm into that. I bet you are. I like to carve up human beings. You know, you have to respect other <laughs> cultures. Yeah, you Chris. Know. Jesus Christ, you're being so insensitive. That was voodoo. Like, you know. Yeah, God, you, you fucking bigot. Cultures. And technically, all he did was put chicken blood on the guy. Yeah. And then stabbed into his stomach and ripped down. Well, he did, he gutted him after that. Oh, That's true. No, he, he only put the knife in, and he was about to get him, and then the predator got him. So like, let's not judge. Uh, kind of judge. Like not, not a drinking buddy. Could be like an acupuncture thing. No, I'm going with El Scorpio because the dude was going hard on the blow, and he was just ready to die. He was about to go out Scarface style. I'm in. That's a good choice. I guess 84-year-old Rob all the way. Yes, in. 84. No, 75-year-old Rob, in. Let's do it. I will, if if we're in combat and I have open wounds, I will pour Coke into my open wounds, and I will just, I'll say fuck it. And that's my drinking buddy. He was also... El Scorpio was shooting those Uzis like a Kimbo style. Like, no, yeah, he had a Kimbo's. Yeah, and like he he looked like he was always shooting like to the left and the right, but never forward. Yeah, no, he didn't look like he had, <laughs> no no. Well, he, which, what, what, he didn't look like he was tactically trained to shoot them but at which, all. No. Which looks cooler? Though. Exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. You're missing the. But he looks fucking Uzi. badass. I've got a lot of bullets. He, he, he just looked like he was vibing in the gunfight. Like, he was he vibing. He wasn't generally there, like, shooting at anyone. He was just like... But Kyle, that's what the audience wants. <laughs> we want to see someone vibing <laughs> with a Kimbo Uzi. I didn't want him to shoot at it. And yeah. I, I would have been okay if he did that and the bullet still went straight. Well, first of all, I don't I think... I would have been okay with that. I, just I don't think say it's that. tactical to have a Kimbo Uzi. I don't think that's tactical at all. I, I If you if you spoke to someone who was a is marksman... Is that a gangbanger thing? A Kimbo... Well, sorry. Oh, yes. No, I'm sure they it is. They just do that yeah. for, for, like, literally drive-bys? Yeah, it's like when, when, when you shoot like this or like that. Like, yeah. So, for those of you <laughs> that aren't watching via television, Rob's putting his hands sideways. Yeah, sideways. Like, when you're a gangster style. Yeah. Like, it's, I don't think well, it's no, tactically advantageous. That's different because that's, that's just you, cool. Uh, you know? That would at least be aiming. But this guy was just from kind of a, generally, like, a party style. Like, he's like yeah, but they were party, celebrating party, party, party. his daughter's birthday, and he had Uzis to make loud bangs. It wouldn't have been any different than in this gunfight. Yeah, it looked like he was celebrating a quinceanera. I think the bullets yeah. just know where to go, though. When you're vibing that much, I think the bullets just know where to go. Yeah, yeah. And cinematically, it just looks way better if you if you just look like yeah, you I think that fuck. checks out. I think the yeah. physics check out. I think it does. That's a true story. All right, Rotten Tomatoes over under. Rotten Tomatoes over under. I will set the critics at a 35%. Under. Ugh. Five. Well, I hope it's over because even though it's not a good movie, it's an entertaining movie. Even though it's but not criti- a good movie, but critically, I crit- hope like, that critically it's a good movie. Thirty-five percent critics. I'm going to say over. Under thirty percent. I will oh. set the audience at a fifty-one percent. Under. I'm going to say over. I was upset it wasn't the over. Forty-four percent. Man, I got both of those. IMDb was a six point three, which 
what the fuck, dude? Like, I'm getting an eight on an IMDb is almost unheard of. This movie has a six point three on IMDb. That's, that's wild. That's people. IMD came out after this, and that's people like Kyle being like, "No, guys, this movie's awesome." And people sitting down and like, "No, this is trash." No, this and movie then Amazon is not Prime awesome. being like, "No, I kind of want to put this on there for free." This movie's a train wreck. But like, if you're gonna watch a train wreck movie with a lot of stuff to comment on, like this is the movie. Mm. No, but that that's the thing. But you see this with other films, too, where it, it's like the scales are different. The Rotten Tomatoes, the IMDb, and uh, they're just so wildly different. Like you can see films that have like this, a 51% audience and a 35% critics. And IMDb gives it a 6.3, which I think the highest rated film on IMDb is like an 8.6. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking wild. Well, I think this is like the quintessential... Predator 1 was a success. Nope. Let's jump the shark on 2 this by freezing it. Just make a crazy movie. This isn't quintessential anything. This is just garbage. <laughs> it's quintessential uh no, it's the precipice of absurd would... 80s action movies that because this came out in 90. It's the precipice of absurd 80s action movies and it hit its, you know, peak just, and it just fell off. I want you to know I prefer the Leprechaun movie with Jennifer Aniston. I don't think Kyle's seen that. It's Leprechaun 2. I'm not sure Kyle's seen that. And this is Predator 2. I've never seen <laughs> any Leprechaun movie. Oh, oh no. Warwick Davis. I'm also surprised that Jennifer Aniston is in not Leprechaun well, 1. Well, hey, Leprechaun watch 2. anything with Jennifer Aniston. In her defense, it was her, her uh, featured film debut. Was it before? Friends, yes. Before Friends? Yes. Wow. Interesting. Warwick Davis. So he was uh, he was a Wookiee and Halloween in Star is Wars. coming up. So, so maybe that'd be a good one to for, do. When she auditioned for Friends, she's like, "I got Leprechaun too under my belt." I'm pretty so. sure she didn't advertise she was in that once it came out. I think she was kind of <laughs> no. Like, she's on the album cover or the I can't, I was calling that the album cover. Yeah, they, she's well, on the poster. Yeah, Does Leprechaun too have a pretty sweet soundtrack? No, not to my knowledge. But I, I think he have. meant the VHS cover or the movie poster. Yeah, the movie poster. I would say album cover, anal bum cover. Hashtag anal bump cover. Do you like my shirt in honor of, of Brett Schreiber? Yeah, they won today again. They beat Texas A&M. Yeah, Brett Schreiber, who I haven't seen in a long time yeah, because he's who not knows al- what he's, he's not to. alive anymore. I think Brett died. Yeah, that sucks. Oh. For those of you listening. Well, God damn it. Why wasn't I invited to the funeral? He, I love Brett. He's a nice guy. Big he's the fucking best. eyes. Brett, a nice guy. Big fucking nice fucking fish. <laughs> yeah, physically therated too many people. Therapated. <laughs> physically therapated too it, many he's people. He's a therapist. He's a physical therapist. I I have a lot of like things I want to comment on about his life next time I see him, but I'm saving it for him. We probably shouldn't put it on a recording without his hashtag rest in power. Uh, he's first of all, he's not actually no, dead, guys. Dead. We're joking. Dead. Yeah. Right? Hashtag can't stop. We're not stop. dying. He's and died. that'll that'll be the end of episode. <laughs> he's, like, he's like your friend at the beginning <laughs> that died. Ninety-seven <laughs> of real buzz takes. We are the You're real. Only, wait, 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 wait. You're right. only three away from a hundred. Yeah, this is that ninety-seven. Oh. Is Can what's hundred going to be? Yeah. It's it's. Well, I've got ideas. Leprechaun two. Yeah, I asked you that in like ninety-one. You I'm, still didn't give us any. I've got ideas, a, guys. I can't page. just tell you everything. It's got to be a good one. I've got ideas. Can I be on it? Can everybody that's been a guest so that's far? That's part be on? of my ideas. Uh, I've got yeah. ideas. I haven't seen okay. Aaron in a long time. <clears throat> yeah, like a long, long time. It'd be fun. And Ian, get everybody. Ooh, I didn't think about Ian. 
Yeah. We should try to get like a celebrity. I like, want to talk to Ian. From one I feel movies. like he's uh, actually, you know what? Ian's my drinking to Arnold Schwarzenegger? We almost had a local celebrity on this podcast. Who's that? Local celebrity? There's no local Trevor celebrities. Trevor Hawkins? Uh, no, not, probably not even that much of a celebrity. Less than that. Uh, she, uh, what, I won't give her name. She was the, uh, she works for KNBC Nine News and was the NASA like NASA person for them. She this get- is like your friend that died. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Are you inviting Brian Busby on here? Because I'll be no, there. No, no, no. Brian Busby's coming. But anyways, we booked her, and then she listened to the podcast and was like, "I can't come on that." <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I I messaged her back, and I was like, "I understand." Yeah, oh, that's was awesome. It? She's like, really yeah. She's like, "I can't come on." I'm like, "That's fine." Which one did she listen to, bro? <laughs> don't, don't know. That I, is. I, awesome. I I don't think it matters. I that think is any of them. Awesome yeah. that she didn't come on because of that. She's like, no, I can't come on because I've listened to the content. No, she's like, no, no, I like you guys. You seem cool. I'm like, all right, well, clearly you've listened to us. We'll book you. And then she's like, oh, no, I can't come on. Was she probably you and Keenan talking about porn incessantly? Oh, something like that. I'm sure that was, I'm sure that's one of 11 things. Last time time you're like, hey, Kyle, you want to come on? I was like, sure. And you're like, well, let's talk about anal beads. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, oh, my. Nothing is off limits. It's it's open format. Nothing is off limits. I was talking, so Emily's dad's listened to a couple podcasts. And and I apologize. Like, to and I was I, the other weekend. I was talking about you. And I was like, "Oh yeah, Rob. He's one of my best friends." He's like, "Man, I don't know. He has that. Podcast. <laughs> he has that podcast." <laughs> and I was like, like, "He's in a real downward spiral." I was like, spiral. "Man, I don't know. You've got like, you've got social media, Rob. You've got DJ, Rob. You've got you've podcast, got, Rob. You've got podcast, Rob. And then you've got Rob, who's an entirely different person." No, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't. Uh, if I'm being honest, I think podcast Rob is the best Rob. I like closest to regular, like real Rob. I think it's the closest. It's more uh, podcast. Rob is very candid. Real Rob. Yes. Real Rob has a big heart. My favorite Rob is angry Facebook social justice warrior. That's true. Oh, no, no, he's still alive and well. Yeah. He's still, he is still, I talk about him like he's not me. He's still, uh, just, uh, fucking out there. That would be the Rob that probably needs to be reined back a little bit. <laughs> and, and and as and then the Facebook other Rob would say, absolutely spread not. Spread your wings, Never. you beautiful butterfly. No, that I Rob like probably should could use censorship. That Rob is, Never. is doing the You'll, Lord's work. You know what? I'm going to go Danny Glover from Predator 2 on this and be like, <laughs> you're never going to do it. Never. Yeah. What are you trying to do? Cut off my dick and shove it up my ass? Exactly. Chris? Yeah, what are you trying to do, Chris? <laughs> Cut off my dick and shove up my ass? I, I am. I'm sorry about that. All right, we should end it. All right, thank you for listening to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. Today we are the Real Buzz crew. Kyle, take us out. We are the Real Buzz crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. Balls. Yelling pussy face. Oh, thank you.